0: Get great, dependable, everyday protection to help minor cuts and scrapes to ultimate protection from bandages to blister cushion bandages with technology that performs like no other with Band-Aid brand adhesive bandages. Plus, help soothe those painful cuts, scrapes, and burns with number one doctor-recommended Neosporin, available at Publix. Johnson & Johnson's wound care products, Band-Aid and Neosporin, are proud to sponsor Monday Morning Quarterback every Monday this NFL football season here on W.
1: You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. Network FringeRadioNetwork.com
2: Tonight on Let's Get Jacked Up, guests Holly Baglio and bad dog Bentley Craig join Tim as they discuss some very dark topics. This is not an episode for children. Listener's discretion is advised. This is Let's Get Jacked Up on Fringe Radio Network. This fashion
3: house, this is so disturbing, and what's come out since then has been so disturbing. This is a multi-billion dollar, uh, really a powerhouse as far as brands go. Uh, and now they're disavowing they didn't know anything about it, but as they look into other people who've had creative positions there, yeah. it gets darker and darker and more twisted. Yeah. Connect that to everything that's going on in trafficking, fentanyl and everything, because I think... That this may be the
2: uh, event that opens the eyes to a lot of people. That saying, "Hey, people have been demonized and being, uh,
4: you know, talked about as being crazy. Maybe they're not qu- quite so crazy." Lara Logan.
5: It's so interesting that you put it that way, Steve. You're absolutely right about that. I've been watching the Balenciaga scandal grow and grow and grow. And I would urge anybody, if you are interested in this and understanding what it's all about, is Balenciaga, of course, had these photographs with children with teddy bears and bondage and, and so on. And they thought they could get away with it by just, you know, quickly removing those pictures from their website. But it's, it's grown and more and more and more is coming out. And why this is so significant is that I know, having worked in the industry, how many people are involved in making a photograph like that happen. They tried to blame the photographers, which is just a joke, right? As if the photographer has any real say in any of this. No, it comes back to the stylist. It comes back to those in charge of the brand, to the front office, to the money people, to the cyber people, to the marketing people, to the to the, the, the booking agencies, people booking the kids and paying for them to come in, to the parents who allow their kids to be part of this, to all of the, the set designers and all the. I mean, when you start to look, Steve, at the, the infrastructure that is around a single advertising campaign at any of these brands, make no mistake that we are talking about dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of people who are directly involved. And this is so important because it's not just Balenciaga. That stylist turns out to be working with Adidas as well. And you got, you know, I really urge people to have a look at the designer, the set designer for Balenciaga because when you start to see what she's pushing and you start to see that the tentacles reach out and they reach into the ukraine with maria abramovich and people like that and less oh my goodness this is the unmentionable right let's not mention the fact that this extends all the way to let's see what does the fbi have on their website as symbols of pedophilia well that pizza is a term and cheese pizza is a term that's frequently used as a reference by pedophiles, it's used by the FBI in cases that they have, and it is a named, uh, has been named on the FBI's website. You know, if you can't find it online, look in the Wayback Machine, or you go to one of the sites that has found it. And so, what you realize is that these terms are prolific, and they're used by pedophiles themselves, and they're used all across the instant, you know, social media. But what I know is that I left Twitter. Because I know that Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and all of these social media platforms that are lording over everybody and censoring everyday Americans, if you want to question the results of an election, but it's totally fine to push pedophilia and to have enormous campaigns and algorithms that are written to make people like Shane Dawson. Right, Shane Dawson is another one who was pushing pedophilia. He had 20 something million followers on YouTube. Let me tell you, you don't get 20 million followers organically on YouTube. That's because the brand and the company and the front office and all these people, they are fully behind the messages that you're pushing. So, and what you see is there are survivors of child trafficking that are on these platforms that have been trying to get them to do something about it forever. So it's really significant that Elon Musk comes in and what does he do? He straight away cleans out the account of three of the biggest trafficking candles on Twitter. Oh wow. So they actually knew who these people were and they didn't do anything about it. But wait, let me remember. Oh yeah, they'll take Donald Trump. They'll take Donald Trump, the president of the United States. They'll take him off Twitter, but trafficking kids, that's totally fine. And by the way, if I talk about it, I'm the crazy one. Mm, I don't think so.
6: Da-da-da-da.
2: Coming to you live somewhere deep in Fresno, California, it's Let's Get Jacked Up
1: Sinners Saved by Bricks. Here
2: are your hosts Tim, Bobby, Jack, and Karen.
4: Welcome to Let's Get Jacked Up. Hey everybody, this is Tim of Let's Get Jacked Up. I'm not going to say my last name today because man, the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, people might be looking for me. Uh, so I'll just uh, not say that. But anyways, uh folks, my guest tonight are yeah, two. I got you. There you are. Well, that's one of my guests right here is Holly Baglio. Ex-Super Soldier, how are you, Holly?
6: I am great. I'm sorry I lost you for a second, and you had hit the live button, and I was still trying to... um kick the computer and bend wires to make it work, and then you came back. I'm sorry, I said something right in the middle of your introduction. No,
4: that's fine. We know that you're there. That's why. So that's good.
6: Well, it's great to be here. I have my two favorite people in one spot at one time, so I'm really amped, and thank you so much for doing this.
4: Our second guest tonight is uh, none other than Nuclear Knucklehead, as you know him, but now he is called Bad Dog. Wow. Bad good dog. good evening, mister mm-hmm. Bad
3: Dog. <laughs> well for for on a, uh, honor of old Johnny, I'm more of a, a Bentley Meadows, but I am a a bad dog.
4: Now I got at the top of the show we we gotta ask you why the name change.
3: Well, I wanted something a little shorter and uh and I wanted something to uh, represent the Message of my show, and and since the beginning of my show, I've always recommended people to be a bad dog. That it is okay to bite the hand that feeds you. <laughs> you do not have to listen to these people.
4: Uh, no, that is well said. I mean, you're right. Um, yeah, you do not need to listen to these wackos that are just getting more wackier by the day. It seems so. What it is is they're coming out more and more with their. Sinful nature, just letting it out and uh, not really caring about what anybody thinks. So um, that's happening. So, Bad Dog, I got to get used to saying Bad Dog. And uh, Holly, what do you think about this name change of Nuclear Knucklehead to Bad Dog?
6: <laughs> well, I couldn't remember his name to begin with. So uh, I, the name change is going to be easy for me. I think I'll be able to make it. Sadly, I'm still going to have to ask Bad Dog. What's your name,
4: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a bad dog, and then what does Johnny think of this name change I mean johnny the the owner of fringe radio dot com now
3: oh he loves it <laughs> you were
4: you were kicking around another name, weren't you somewhere around there
3: uh Johnny was kicking around buffington
4: ah buffington. I don't understand. Well, I was giving
3: that one. him a history of my hometown, oh, okay. or the my home neighborhood, and Buffington was one of the names of officers in the Revolutionary War under George Washington. After the war, he gave like ten huge tracts of land in my area to his officers, and uh, out of all the, that ten, Buffington was one of the people that showed up and stayed around. Oh, okay. The other nine didn't show up. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you went with Bad Dog. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's a little and I, easier. He's also uh, linked to uh, John Trudeau, who is a, oh. a Native American uh, poet who is dead now.
4: Oh, okay. I thought maybe he had something to do with the the Trudeau from Canada right now, huh? No. Good. Justin Trudeau.
3: He'd definitely be an anti-Trudeau. Yeah.
4: Good. Uh, Well, then we like uh, that Trudeau that that you're talking about. is
3: John Trudeau. John. Oh, Trudeau. Okay. All right.
4: That makes sense. A little more. Um, Well, folks, we're going to... We have a couple of topics tonight, and the reason I wanted these two guys on is because they might have some insight on what, uh, you know, what's going on in the world, you know, I've kind of been busy, I've been going out of town for work, and this and that, and then I have uh, birthdays, Today's, tonight's my daughter's birthday today, I should say, and uh, so she turns 13, and that's scary for me, and and so... Uh, if you have kids that normally listen to Let's Get Jacked Up, you probably don't want them to listen to this one, cause what we're gonna, to, our topics are pretty dark today, tonight, and uh, so you maybe just skip this one for them, unless you're in the room and explaining everything to them. Um that's, you know, there you go. That's my, uh, disclaimer for you guys. <laughs> Um what, what's going on in the world? Well, you know, we got that Balenciaga. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but it it's basically the new pizza gate, okay? What what happened was the, as far as I know, uh what has happened is this photo came out and this Balenciaga has a kid standing there with with red shoes and you know, red shoes usually means uh in the occult like uh, blood, you know, has to do with blood and then uh and pedophilia and then in the uh there's caution tape that says mistakenly has b a a l instead of b a l which how you spell balenciaga is b a l e n c i a g a but in this case the caution tape started with b a a l which is baal that is you know a god okay and uh that's who they worship is this bail character right so the whole thing about it is i think that the photo was leaked purposely you know i have no i don't know for sure but that's just my thought on it and uh this is balenciago and it i think it's it, they're pushing the envelope on what they could get away with and people caught on to it and uh, they had to say well you know I I don't even know what their excuse was but it, it's not good have you guys heard about this Balenciaga
6: deal yes no no okay well I I've been out of the loop to be honest with you however I did um, try to cheat and look it up real quick yeah and uh, to me this uh, Balenciaga Diago stuff or however you pronounce it I'm sorry. Yeah, It reminds me of um, the articles I read on how they have sex dolls for pedophiles. So a pedophile will have this little doll of its liking whatever age um, whether child or full grown woman a doll will be made. So A pedophile can use the doll instead of raping a child or a woman. So this really struck me when you Mm. told me. And it reminds me how grateful I am to be out of the loop so I don't have to see it anymore. Oh, Because I'm a survivor of Pizzagate, so I take all of this to heart. So I'm glad you brought it to my attention because now I know how to target my spiritual warfare.
7: Yeah,
4: and uh I mean I'm going to read something here. This is by Oil London. This is on Twitter from Oil London TV, and uh, what it says, or he says, is the yellow tape featured in the satanic and sadistic children's campaign was purposely misspelled B A A L because Baal is an ancient Baal is an ancient uh, Canaanite demon god. Pagans ritualistically sacrificed cho- children to his demon. What's going on at Balenciaga or Balenciaga Whatever you say, is clearly very dark, and that's what we were just mentioning it. So, yeah, um, I'm sorry, nuclear.
3: Did you have something to say? Well, it sounded like you were gone for a moment. <laughs> oh, but you you were not gone. <laughs> okay,
6: just like how I appeared in the middle of your introductions because I thought you were gone. <laughs> sorry.
4: Oh, okay. Well, that's weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm having a connection issue, but it looks good on this recording. Um,
3: Well, it looks good here. I'm looking at your stuff, but it just, uh, you're in the middle of it. It all dropped right off, and I'm like, huh? But it just could have been you breathing for a moment. (laughs) And then uh, let me
4: read what Scott Adams has said about this. It's uh, Scott Adams is a patriot. He says, "How hard would it be for Balenciaga to issue a statement about the real reason for the B A L caution tape if such reason did exist?" And then I'll read real quick what Gans from uh, Face Like the Sun has to say about this. By the way, Gans is, uh, <clears throat> you know, you know those guys in uh, Canary Cry Radio, and uh, here's what he had to say about on on his Twitter. Everyone is fixating on the details. On the details, fact is, we are seeing the splitting of societies based on moral and ethical grounds as this topic of occult pedophilia will be used in the context of free speech/slash expression to separate the wheat from the tares. Well, I think he's got a good point there. What do you guys say?
3: Oh, yeah. Yes. that was my um, <clears throat> when I went down the rabbit hole many moons ago and uh, started with secret space I suppose and then it went on and on and on but when I finally came out my thing that I would picked up from all of it was they're doing all this is to so they can have sex with little kids everything that we hear is basically so they can have sex with little kids right and
4: ultimately and Holly you could attest to this I'm sure uh, that you know when back in your past the reason they do that is so um they could um take away the innocence of a child is that correct?
6: yes I also wanted to piggyback off of what bad dog said yes (laughs) (laughs) and um I believe they do this to kids because like you said, it is to steal their innocence. I think it is one of the very closest ways they can get to spitting into heavenly Abba's eye. Mm. Um, What I want to say for the kids that this happens to and forgive me if I misword myself, but give me a chance when you sexually abuse a child that's very young definitely under the age of six you ruin them for life mm. they're not the same you know of course to steal their innocence solely to spit in heavenly Abba who sits on the throne and will never ever be usurped to spit in heavenly Abba's eye but it ruins them Right. They're ru- I was ruined for life it happened to me I've only I I was opened up to the dark side so I've never I, I didn't see a healthy side of it and it ruins a child it messes with their mind and as an adult they cannot function or operate in a typical normal capacity because I'm not explaining this right but they were so traumatized and abused it destroys them in their adulthood like it's destroyed me in my adulthood and of course Yeshua Jesus he heals us but I'm still working through everything
4: so well and it takes time and when when they steal the innocence of a child like that I mean they like you said they're spitting in God's eye and they know what they're doing that's that's man that's maybe the worst of it is they, they, they know what they're doing yes And they want to do that to them. Um, Another thing is, uh, bad dog, I was telling you earlier, is um, here in California, Gavin Grusom, as I call him, he has allowed uh, 7,000 sex offenders yesterday, which was November 30th, uh, to be released out here in the state of California, all over the state, Now, that's 7,000. There might be more to come, but let's just take that number right now. 7,000 sex offenders that were only in jail for less than a year, or prison less than a year. And, um, Bad Dog, you're telling me that um, there's a reason for this, or so they say.
3: Well, they said a year or so ago that this is really going to restrict them but when you say <laughs> the number out loud, and I, I've been watching some, um, like the Lord of the Rings, I suppose. Yeah. And you know, listening to the number of soldiers, and when you said seven thousand, I'm like, man, they just let out seven thousand soldiers on the people. Yeah. In California or wherever they might go, to do what they were doing. 7,000. I mean, if you just Just say it real quick. You know, they're going to go out and start a war with the people. You know, and they just release the hounds on their citizens.
4: Yeah, that's what it is. And it's a spiritual warfare. I mean, it is because now is it physical? Because, yes, uh, your kids are more in in danger after yesterday. Uh, So today you got 7,000 sex offenders out there that are, are hungry, excuse that, but uh, that's what they are. They're hungry for uh, innocent kids.
3: And they've been given a mandate that it's okay to do what they want to do in their head.
4: Yeah, so
3: It the, must be okay because they let them out.
4: Yeah. Um, so you're saying, what, what you're saying is their reasoning is to I don't know, have a fresh start and then categorize them for what the next thing they do. Let's say they have just a uh, they have porn they have pornography pictures of these kids, right? So just pictures is one category. And then and then if it gets worse than that, uh let's say something physical, that's another category. So they're going to categorize it, is that what they're they're trying to do?
6: Yes. Apparently.
4: I'm wow. sorry. No, no, that's
3: Yeah, uh, it won't be a bad thing unless you're actually caught with kids in your basement at your pizza shop. <laughs> God.
6: Yeah, above the waist, well, that gets its back <laughs> on the wrist. And below the waist, well, that's 30 days in the slammer. Yeah,
3: yeah I, w- I was talking about that the other day, the uh, Pizzagate, the uh, Cosmic uh, Ping Pong uh, website that I looked at years ago, I guess, at this point. And, uh, and I was like, man, if my dad would have seen me, like if he would have dropped me off for a pizza party somewhere, <laughs> and then he saw this, my picture laying on a table like some of the little boys and little girls were somebody would have lost their head
4: Mm, yes yeah and back then it would be okay
3: yeah they wouldn't have said a word to my dad
4: Exactly. now you're the suspect if you do that
3: right and And, and I I say that with no doubt in my mind that my dad would have 86 that whole crew
4: yeah yeah (laughs) And frankly, uh, he'd have every, every right to. So, um, yeah, so that, that's going on. And it's just, it's, what it is, guys, is it's the evil coming out and they're unleashing it. They don't care anymore. They don't care about hiding it anymore. They're pushing the envelope to see what they can get away with. And, and yeah, people are going to catch on and they're going to call them out for it, but they don't really care anymore. It's, it's out in the open now. It's, uh, since Pizzagate. I don't think anything's going to happen to this Balenci, whatever they are, uh, company. You know, they might issue a statement, say, oh, whoops, sorry. But what's really going to happen to them? Nothing.
3: Right. Yeah, and one of my questions to it is um, where were they – because this was supposed to be advertising. I'm like, so where are they advertising? because I have no idea where this would have been seen, because they hadn't released it yet, supposedly. So I'm like, who, what magazine do they release that in? Right, well, or I website guess or? they're
4: a fashion company. I have no idea what the kids and, and uh, pedophilia have to do with fashion, but apparently it's all connected, and because uh, they do this, you know, like Gate did. I mean, what is pizza and... And kids have to do with anything with pedophilia, but it's it's like a hidden hidden symbolism with the the, the, the occult. So I assume it's the same thing here. Um,
3: yeah, like a a teddy bear in bondage outfit held up by a little girl. You know what what is uh, what are they selling here? They're selling what's on the teddy bear? Is that one of their outfits?
4: Yeah. Yeah and then I saw uh, a a shoe bag I guess it was a shoe bag or a clothing bag the clothing bag was red and I'm I'm really sorry this was graphic I had a, I took a look at it and it turned it quickly but so the the shoe or clothing bag was red and inside of it were two babies full of red paint but it's supposed to symbolize red blood what does oh, it, yes what does that I have to do that one. Yeah. What does that have to do with fashion at all? You know?
6: So it's um, definitely they're building up tolerance, but they're normalizing this blood and this bondage. They're making it normal. And if it's normal, then everybody goes through it instead of it being taboo, which it used to be, but now apparently taboo is being normalized. But um, it makes me think of panda eyes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what are they going to come up with next like having dolls that can have a face covering of panda eyes and well what panda eyes are covering uh, covering up is sexual um, anal sexual assault not to be too graphic but when that happens that opens uh, up a kundalini kundalini spirit and uh it opens the the person up instantly to the spirit world and that's not the best uh, that that that's not great. I'm sorry. I'm starting to draw blank, but if they normalize these dolls, these bears in bondage, then they'll normalize panda bears and then that kind of stuff is going to be commonplace and I don't know, it, it seems to be turning people into predators rather than wanting the consent of another person and
4: anything. you're right Holly, this in this photo that they have that's going around they have a panda bear a doll I guess and it's in the bottom left of the picture, and it's it's a panda with uh I don't know it's got some hair on it, and then it's got that eye that you were talking about the swirly eye and the black eye. No. And, yes, in this picture, and then to the right, top right of it, it has a white rabbit. Uh, you know, <gasps> uh, yes.
6: The white rabbit symbolizes MK Ultra mind okay. control programming. I know that much, and so white rabbits. Uh, that in and of itself is MKUltra programming just like Alice in Wonderland she's chasing after this white rabbit
4: going down the that's rabbit fun. hole Yeah,
6: yep going down the rabbit hole with MKUltra I didn't mean to cut you off
4: no that's great I'm, see this is why you on because I want the insight of all this <laughs> Yeah, you've dealt with it personally and so I know you have some insight and I'm sorry to like kind of I, I am sorry about you know going back to your history and kind of <laughs>
6: digging all that up no actually it's okay if I can help someone else and if we can definitely help someone else then it's worth it but I'm really okay to talk about it to be honest with you I'm solid But thank you very much Tim
4: okay good and then they have this child it's probably no more than maybe six five or six and it's a boy and he has all black on it's got a black sweatshirt and black pants with red shoes so, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Holly, if you know, the red shoes I believe symbolizes pedophilia itself.
6: Yeah, when I see red shoes, I think of Jeffrey Epstein's yes. island. Personally, yes, you're okay. right. Okay, um, you're absolutely right.
3: There's a strip joint down the road from my house that is called the Red Shoe. Oh um, no.
4: Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Well, I would recommend you going there. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Well, I mean, so obviously uh, that you see what probably goes on behind the scenes
3: of that ch- shop.
6: And their children.
3: Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know. This is something uh, odd, I thought. I live in a we'll call it predominantly white-ish neighborhood around me, like pretty much my whole area. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the few times I've been there and seeing them, like, kind of arriving, to the customers, I suppose, it was like carloads of black guys. What? Yeah. Because I was like, well... <laughs> Where are they coming from? They had to go out of their way to come here. Um, oh, wow. I mean, it, it's not like I don't have black people in my neighborhood, but they're usually a black guy and a black girl or a white girl with kids. So, so you're, But you're
4: saying it's not normal.
3: Yeah, I'm saying that, like, I don't know what is actually going on there.
4: Yeah.
6: Well, well, you know, I
3: know white guys go to strip bars. Right.
6: Yeah. But with our borders being down and we're no longer sovereign, we see strange faces in the neighborhood. Forgive me, I cut in.
4: That's true, and we don't well, know. I'm
6: them.
3: saying these guys are not in the neighborhood, right? So you're, they are yeah, coming you're, from somewhere else.
4: You're saying they're added from someplace else?
3: Yeah, and they're customers. I mean, they're just people that come to that strip bar. When yeah. I'm like, these aren't, you know. There isn't enough black people in my neighborhood for them to be from my neighborhood.
4: Interesting. I sent you guys right now this uh, the picture of uh, Holly. If you want to zoom in on it, you can see what I'm talking about with the panda and, and rabbit, uh, and uh, see if you see any more than I do on it. Because I don't know all the symbolism, and I mean I just pointed out what what I know, but you might have some other more insight on that
6: you know that is something that i would like to learn is what all the symbolism means i can all i know is how to look at something and determine if it's bad or good but uh, this is why i wanted to carry rest briefcases to crime scenes and investigations was to learn so but i'm going to have to exercise my library card but thank you for sending this to me
4: yeah yeah you could take a look at it and uh, see what you think but um uh so <laughs> that is getting back to your strip club uh their bad dog. Now I know why you went with bad dog. Uh, <laughs> um but, but seriously, I mean if that's if that's not normal, then maybe there's something going on over there with those guys coming out and and uh or popping up out of nowhere.
3: Could be. Uh I don't know. I mean it's at a red light so that's about how much time I spend there by mm-hmm. that strip club Is if I get stuck at uh fifty four and uh, Grand.
4: Yeah, well, I, I don't think we'll be visiting any time soon over there, but uh, thank you for the cross streets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that, that's where I'm at. I'm sitting at a red light, and that's where I'm like, oh, okay, so, oh, wow, at 530, they're packed, and, oh, well, wow, it's... These are all black guys getting out of the cars here. That's odd.
7: Yeah.
4: Now, are, are they like are they like limos or what kind of cars are they?
3: No, it's uh, car cars.
4: Oh, okay, just regular just, cars. You know, your
3: random cars. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, who knows? Maybe it's a football team or a basketball team or some. Who knows? Um, uh, let's see here. Okay, now, uh, Holly. You, yes. I don't know anything about, we'll, we'll switch gears here from the pedophilia to, to some murders. or something more light.
6: <laughs> okay. Oh, I, 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 well, not to hold you back on the plow, looking back, but I don't know too much, but there's other things in that picture. Yes. Like the mm-hmm. rainbow picture off to the right. I cannot see exactly what is behind the child with the light shining down. I can't see what he drew because it won't get big. What strikes something to me is the table is set. Like the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. There's the teapot. And then looking up to the left-hand side, there's that dark bird. But then it looks like he also drew a box, maybe opening up a window to the room that he's in. Mm. So... I. I can't see that much, but there. I, I just watched um, this movie, Never Talk to Strangers, and um, there was something in it about a prize one. Um, the couple did a game on a boardwalk, and the guy said, ooh, there's the tiger, and she goes, no, I want the giraffe. Now, a, a tiger is a predator, but a giraffe... Uh, I forget the details, excuse me, but a giraffe is more gentile or gentle and um, it's it's not a predator. And it looks like the chair next to him has a giraffe's print on it. I don't know. Um, it could be leopard I, uh, or maybe it is leopard. But then now I'm talking to you and I'm looking at the floor mat beneath him and why certain letters show and certain ones don't so I think this uh picture shows a lot but uh, I didn't mean to draw you back Um, well no if you also
4: look at the chair it looks like caution tape to me that's wrapped around the chair plus a giraffe tail or something
6: yeah it looks like that too and I'm wondering why the caution tape I don't know but everything in this picture looks like it is purposefully set there for a reason, and where his red uh, sneakers are, yeah, BB only shows Biesovba. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Or and
4: then and then there's a. Uh, what do you think of this white uh, container in front of him? I guess it looks like a big teapot or uh, something you would, you would hold urns in.
6: Yeah, that looks interesting to me, why it's there and why it's set up like that. I thought that was a table, but that's actually on the floor itself with the hat, the glasses.
4: So everything in this picture is clearly symbolism for what they're doing or what they want to show. It's done on purpose.
6: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen, honestly, in my entire life, and I am definitely no is Dar or Douglas Hagman, but it just seems that every single thing is precisely put there in this picture.
4: Right, and even books I've, on the ground look like children books.
6: Yeah, yeah, so.
4: Yeah, I don't know. Do, can, you, can you see that there, uh, Bad Dog?
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah and i believe they set that they that's why they hire what they call a set design you know <laughs> there's somebody that comes there and takes an empty room and has a certain table they'll put in there and i mean they might for whatever reason somebody put everything there right they didn't just walk in somewhere and then stand that kid up on that wall and take a picture and leave <laughs> right <laughs> here right <laughs> Here, Kenny, just stand
4: there. We'll take a photo of you with all this weird stuff around you.
6: <laughs> right? Or, or yes, yeah, stand in front of this big um, uh, poster of a musician that has a handgun, and you just stand in front of it so it looks like the handgun's pointing at you. Yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> it's totally normal. Don't don't blink. You know. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yeah, right? Because I, I do a lot of uh, photography, and uh, most of the time I never touch anything. But uh, like I took a awesome picture of a mushroom the other day. But uh, to do that, actually, I had to un- uncover it from a bunch of leaves so you could actually see it. Because <laughs> you know the way I took the picture, you couldn't see the mushroom; you could just see <laughs> top of it. And you can only get
4: that content, why he took a picture of the mushroom on his bad dog podcast.
3: (laughs) Well, uh, it was a uh, purple-headed mushroom. Okay. Wow. And every other mushroom that day, I I was out... uh, (laughs) in the woods and every mushroom that i ran into had been kicked off at the stem the bottom of the stem <laughs> so they were all these mushrooms everywhere that had grown but something had knocked every one of them over and then i spotted some purple ones and was like you know and they had been knocked over and and uh <laughs> i could have took pictures of them but i didn't but then i saw the top of a mushroom and i was like oh there's one underneath his leaves and i got down and but that was something odd and then all the other mushrooms after when i continued on were all knocked over and i'm in a place that i know for a fact that people had not been there dare to at least in front of me hmm.
4: well where you live is pretty i mean probably gets uh, rain a lot yeah
3: uh some days but th- not this time of year oh okay and then i was out in the actual woods of woods one one side of these woods was civilization and the other side was woods for miles oh wow okay hmm and that was that was kind of cool what but do you I, I i cut that short because of mosquitoes that day <laughs> yeah You don't want to get bitten up, and
4: who knows what the mosquitoes have now, what they've injected to some of these
3: mosquitoes coming after us, and who knows? Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, I've got a lot of faith in God, so I don't worry about some of that. Right. Be honest with you. I'm like, I'm good. You can't inject me with evil, okay? (laughs) Good luck with that. Well, and
4: I think this is that's kind of part of what's happening. the evil is coming out why? well, because the Bible said it was going to come out at some point where um the darkness is coming out, and so this is the the progressive of progressiveness of the the end times, so it's the the world is getting more and more evil, and it's gotta be leaking out at some point, so well, that's what we're seeing, and now there's not they're just not being too shy about it and uh Pretty much in our faces, and it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. But the good news is, if you have faith in Jesus Christ, you don't have to worry too much about it. This is just information for you guys to know. And for the people that don't know Jesus Christ, uh, hey, you want now you know that there's evil out there, so you know there's a, a, a good God. And his son is Jesus Christ. And if you believe in him, ask for forgiveness of your sins, then you have salvation in Jesus Christ. And you don't have to worry about all this stuff.
3: But it's... Amen.
7: Yes.
6: I I also want to add that Heavenly Abba does not use condemnation. Okay? He does not condemn you. So... And, well, uh,
3: a lot of, you know, we're always talking about Ephesians 6.12. Yeah. You know, for we wrestle not against Flesh, flesh and blood, and blood. Mm-hmm. but you know the more important verse is to me is Ephesians six thirteen because then the verse right after that lines out your armor of God right you know amen it gives you here, and here is all your tools yes. that you need
4: that's and right I, the helmet of salvation I mean the breastplate of righteousness the belt of truth all of this is to combat what is coming ahead straight ahead It's coming now, but it's going to be even more fierce here, and probably 23 and 24 come in the next two years or more. So, you know, buckle up your belt of truth and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah, and, and, you know, know, they would like to take uh, a thing and they try to put Satan or Lucifer or bub, as an equal to God and I'm like man hey, he's not an equal mm, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he's not even close <laughs> <Sarah>. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, there's an old joke about uh, Satan comes up and God's sitting there and God's like hey Satan it's you how you doing Satan's like hey man I figured it out I can make man now and God's like, Really? He's like, Yeah, I figured out how you did it. I can now make man And God's like, Well, let's see it And Satan gets down on his knees, gets him a big old handful of dust <laughs> and starts to do his thing. And God's like, Ho, 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 hold on He's like, You're gonna have to get your own dust <laughs> <laughs> You know, because Satan didn't make any of that. Right, right. If you're
4: a creator, you got to create everything.
3: Yeah, you got, you got to get your own dust. <laughs> I created that. You didn't, so don't use my stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, so Satan, all he can do is take what God created and mess with it. Exactly.
4: All he can do is edit what's There's already there. There's nothing new
3: with that guy. <laughs> Right, I'm like he, he's not all powerful
4: and all seen either. No, absolutely not. You know, it's like, I mean, look, I'm using Spreaker to record this episode, but I don't know how to make Spreaker, so I have to use their stuff to create the show. Well, I'm I don't know how to create a, a Spreaker thing, so that's uh, Satan's trying to do the same thing with with humans.
3: Yeah, yeah, but he 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 wants to make everybody think that he's just we're 50-50. This is good versus evil. It's like this is like a big giant good and a little tiny evil
4: right. <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so speaking of that you know about creating humans uh, what do you think of this uh, Elon Musk character coming out and talking about Neuralink?
3: Great. I saw that. <laughs> 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 I'm like okay there you go. There's another reason why I think you are not as smart as people say you are. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I got this thing we're going and I'm going to be the first one to hook up to it." And I'm like, "Okay."
4: <laughs> yeah, so Holly, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, Elon Musk and he's talking to I don't know if it's um uh, Ted or, you know, some Ted thing or whatever it is, but he's talking to a group of people and he's showing this ape or whatever it is that has a neuralink in it. This uh monkey, ape, whatever. And Orangutan. Uh, orangutan. Yeah. So this thing has Neuralink in it, and it's playing uh, Pong, like the Atari game. You know, ding, ding, ding. And it's and it's playing it with its with its mind. And so he's saying Neuralink is now going to the... Did he say FDA? I think the food and drug... I don't know what the FDA has to do with anything, but uh, I think that's what he said. And within six months, if it's cleared... Then it's going to be Im- implemented in the first human.
1: And uh, we've been working hard to uh, be ready for our first human. And obviously, be- we want to be extremely careful uh, and certain that-, that it will work well before putting a device in a human. But we're we've submitted, I think, most of our paperwork to the FDA, and we're, we're- we think probably in about six months we should be able to have our first neural link in a human. now this is a this this video is now eighteen months old so this is um pager uh, who is playing uh, monkey mind pong so this is a pager has a neural link implant in this video um, and the thing that's interesting is that you you can't you can't even see the the neural implant um so it's the it's we've miniaturized the neural implant to the po- point where it, it matches the, the thickness of the skull that is removed. So it's essentially the, it's sort of like having an Apple watch or a Fitbit, uh, re- replacing a piece of skull with like a, you know, a smartwatch, <laughs> uh, for lack of a better, uh, analogy. Um, so, so you can see, you really can't, it, he looks pretty, he's normal, but, um, and I think that's pretty important. If you have a Neuralink device, like I could have a Neuralink device uh, implanted right now, and you wouldn't... <laughs> you, you wouldn't even know. I mean, <laughs> hypothetically... <laughs> Maybe one of these demos... In fact, one of these demos I will. Yeah. And... Uh, uh-huh
6: be cleared and Sorry.
1: then and then
4: he said that uh, he will be or he wants to be the first one to show you how it works in a human hmm,
6: hmm. all I have to say <laughs> is what I think a good man is um, are for a prime example both of you uh, Tim and bad dog or Bentley is good <laughs> Okay, Bentley. I like Bentley um, never been in a Bentley but you know <laughs> you are. but I like the name <laughs> I'm just teasing. I think you are a good man because you are in Yeshua Hamashiach and he is in you Amen. but when it comes to this Elon Musk I'd run in the other direction personally
4: yes um, and I think that's why he's uh, his
3: his eyes that a kid that I met when I was young who later burned up a fireworks factory and killed a bunch of people
6: yeah I saw a picture of him once and I don't really want to say what it reminded me of but well okay well it was a picture of him but the way he looked it looked like he was confused about his gender and sexuality it kind of it just it looked all warped and off to me i'm not explaining it right but uh, i am in agreement with you bentley
3: yeah he's got a um a look he's not all there he's not <laughs> quite wired right and you know he's got asperger's right so we know he doesn't know how to act around other people socially, you know, the way we do.
4: Yeah, and so he's like, um, well, I uh I want to be the first one to do this. <laughs> first human. And it's like, are you even human yet? I don't know. I think you are a Neuralink.
6: <laughs> exactly. He doesn't sound human either.
4: No, he's very slow and computative, so I don't know, but uh, so, Elon Musk six months away, Neuralink, and I don't know if that's a, a part of the Mark of the Beast system or not, but I could see it being something like that um,
6: I, or well, the trial I'd, for it
4: yeah, I wouldn't want to do it, I don't want to chip in my brain whether regardless whether it's a Mark of the Beast or not, I don't want to try it
3: oh, no, I'm good, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm alright <laughs>
4: So anyways,
3: well, you know, the thing is, I don't need a hooked up to a neural link. I was given tools growing up as a kid that I can do a lot of this all on my own. There's not a lot of figuring I need to figure out anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do it myself. I can figure it out. I can figure out how to make things work. If I've never seen something work before, I can fiddle around with it and figure it out in a couple minutes. And these people need help. Right. Like, apparently, Elon needs help making up his mind. And I got to a point where I couldn't make up my mind. I'd flip a coin. (laughs) And think
4: about this. I mean, computers themselves break down. I mean, essentially, what it is is they're putting a chip in your brain. Are you going to trust that chip not to break down at all? You know, what happens if we get some virus or something? I mean, there's so many things that could
3: go wrong with this thing. (laughs) Johnny says hi.
7: <laughs> hi,
4: Johnny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and he told me, he's like, you gotta go with Bentley Meadows. It sounds much better.
4: <laughs> so, <laughs> so no bad dog, huh?
3: <laughs> well, no, bad dog's fine, but yeah. I don't have to call it bad dog.
2: This is Corey Deal, and you're listening to Let's Get Jacked Up on Breakthrough.com We'll be right back after these messages.
7: Dun, dun,
0: dun, ah! dun, 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 dun.
2: And I'm the only one with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: Laugh track. Laugh track. Oh
2: my God. Wow, that was, that was intense. Yeah, that's intense, man. I'm so proud of you, Tim. You brought out your man voice. Oh, I couldn't do
4: it without you. I man, it's set, uh, set up and done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your, your eyeballs never pop out when you do that. Well, you know you
1: know those. Oh, what are those? Are they French poodles? What are the ones with the no pug? The pug? Yeah, your eyes they, they kind of bulge out, and then they it's like they they go they they're chasing two different things. That That's because spoil. my
4: eyes move. I have a stagnus.
7: Nystagmus? And
4: astigmatism.
7: Stigma, stigmatism Put it together,
4: and you a get stigmat- a wild stigmat- guy. <laughs> yeah. Are you tonight, Bobby Mouché? I'm doing well.
2: Well, you sound good. Well, thanks. That's really what matters. You know, that's really all that matters
1: is that I sound good. I look like crap, but I sound wonderful. That's well, I like your hat. So, it- oh, thanks. Ask my wife; she'll tell you. How are you, Karen?
4: Does he look like crap?
0: Your <laughs> silence is deafening.
7: Uh.
4: I have decided not to shave or cut my hair. Well, the fact that she didn't even answer that one way or the other.
0: I'm not sure how to answer that. I don't want to say yes and have you be like,
2: you're a liar. I don't want to say no and have you be like, how dare you?
0: Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at Let's Get Jacked up.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course, at Fringe Radio Network.com.
2: Make sure to follow Fringe Radio Network on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many other ways. To get your favorite podcasts. Stay up to date on your favorite show on Fringe Radio Network. Listen to Let's Get Jacked Up Alive every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Time on FringeRadioNetwork.com and on FringePanda.com. Tell your friends.
5: If you enjoy bands like Bon Jovi, Matchbox 20, Third Eye Blind, Collective Soul, then, you should check out Projects Parish. That's right, Tim of Let's Get Jacked Up, and Fringy Spaces, his rock album Project One, is now on all digital platforms. Everywhere from iTunes, Amazon Music, YouTube Music and so much more. Listen to his most popular songs like, Angel, Come Home, and Falling. Once again. The artist's name is Projects Parish, and the album is called Project One. Go get and download it today.
2: So maybe you've got a friend, a co-worker, a family member in your life who's hungry for spiritual nourishment. Let them know about FringePanda.com. Let them know about Ministry X. Let them know about all the other great shows there. Even if they're not a believer, not yet. <laughs> Let a friend know about Fringe Radio Network. Let them know about the Fringe Panda. And if you like it, go to FringeRadioNetwork.com and check out Ministry X. Check out Spirit Wars. Check out Let's Get Jacked Up and Naked Bible. The Mind Renewed with Julian Charles, Nuclear Knucklehead, Raven Creek, A Minute to Midnight.
6: And much more at FringeRadioNetwork.com. And now FringePanda.com.
4: Hey everybody, if you missed it, you gotta check out Iron Show 13th Anniversary.
0: Oh yeah, 13 year anniversary. Oh yeah. And we've got the whole crew. We've got, we've got my co-host, official co-host of the Iron Show, from the barrio, Fringe Radio Network's own Mexican gangster, Leonard Olivares. What's up, baby? What's up? Yeah, you on the fringe radio now, baby. Oh, yeah! Oh whoa. What did I do there? Oh, yeah! <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, and we have Timmy from Let's Get Jacked Up. Let's Get Jacked Up.
7: All right, let's get jacked up. Thirteen years, buddy! Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and next we have an old Iron Show fixture. So we're going back October. It will be 13 years since we did the first Iron Show with Peter Goodgame.
2: What's up, Johnny?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's been so long. Oh, dude. It's been like, wow. That's a really incredible how long it's been. Um, and then a new member. Actually, he's not that new of the Fringe Raider Network. He just passed his year anniversary. Uh, Ministry X. Daniel X. Hey oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah
4: That's Iron Show with Johnny McMahon 13th anniversary on Fringeradionetwork.com. Fringeradio Network.com
2: If you enjoy Let's Get Jacked Up, you will love Spirit Wars with Michael Basham. Alright everybody, as you can tell, this is an emergency. We need all hands on deck. We need you to be ready. We need you to trust in god to know who you are in the lord we are here this is michael basham and we are live for this end times broadcast of the spirit wars on the fringe radio network and beyond michael digs deep into spiritual warfare in a fun and informative way we have the enemy listening live you are here too and we are here to declare a victory of the lord to declare his victory not the enemy's victory but that the lord is in control Michael dazzles listeners with his many voices and has many interesting guests on a show. I have all yes, yes. of my alters mixed up, so I might be, like, switching from a Russian accent to a Chinese accent to Japanese to a Nazi. Oh, my Not God. Not <laughs> <I'm laughs> all. I want to hear your Nazi one, though. Just because. Where is your mask? You must wear the mask. You want to buy groceries today? Yeah. Potato. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> My name is Michael Basham. We're interviewing Holly Baglio, former super soldier and part of the, the spirit force of Jesus of the end time. And we're so happy to have you.
6: Thank you so much for having me back. I'm really truly honored. And I have to say, I love when you go live on Facebook. I always try to catch you and thank you so much for everything that you do.
2: So take a spirit filled journey of the Bible with a man who truly loves Jesus and the kingdom of God, that God is in control. I think that everything's about God, everything that we're going through right now. Is about the Lord's Kingdom Horizon. This is Michael Basham reporting on Spirit Wars Fringe Radio Network Live. Listen to Spirit Wars Weekly on Fringe Radio Network.com and visit his website at TheSpiritForce.com. That's TheSpiritForce.com.
0: Every time on Let's Get Jacked Up, There is an advertisement for Bentley Meadows, Nuclear Knucklehead, and I thought since Bentley is around, I thought we would bring him on for a minute to do his own promo while I played his music.
3: (laughs) Excellent. I love it. All right, well, uh, You're you're listening to the number one least listened to podcast in the universe. Well, you know, the whole Russian thing, I am all in if I can get in on the, your, your, the Ukrainian Grandmother Brigade. <laughs> I've seen the old women over there, old mama. I've walked around with AK-47s. I'm like, I want to be with them. That's, you know, I, you know it'd be cool.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah
3: sure you listen to the Fringe Radio Network where you can hear the nuclear knucklehead program. FringeRadioNetwork.com (laughs) FringeRadioNetwork.com Oh
0: yeah! It's a great show. My my wife listens to Bentley religiously. My wife has never... Dude, Bentley, my wife has never missed your show. Awesome.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost worth it.
0: It's my wife says that it's she goes, it's interesting enough to listen to, but not interesting enough to keep listening to. <laughs> <laughs>
7: oh
3: man, that is that is something right there. I thought you what. It might be related to my mom. Oh, uh,
5: so listen to Nuclear Knucklehead Weekly on
6: FringeRadioNetwork.com
4: Oh, welcome back to the show. Let's get jacked up on Fringe Radio Network. Oh, you know it mm, the best.
3: You also have uh, the Let's Get Jacked Up crew. There you go. They're like our, our little version of Of friends, or the Big Bang Theory, or how I met your mother, all wrapped up into one little dysfunctional family of sorts. And it's cute. And I mean that in a nice way. We're all dysfunctional. Some of us are dysfunctionally functional in society, like me. I'm dysfunctional, but I'm functional. In the real world, and now you know.
0: Did you like that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I did too. That was awesome.
7: Jacked up. Let's get- Jacked up. Turn the
2: music up.
7: Let's do it. Come on. Get-
2: Jacked up!
7: Let's get. Jacked up! Let's get.
2: Jacked up! Oh my! Jacked <laughs> up!
7: <laughs> <laughs> so horrible!
4: Oh, Jim come on! Holly, uh, I'm like, yeah. Holly, I yeah. want to get, I want to get back to Holly and, and ask you, uh-huh. what do you know about these Idaho murders? Because I know nothing about it. Did this, did this just come out?
6: I believe so. All I know is YouTube or no, sorry, Facebook started taking down my posts when I began asking questions about it. You know, I did not want to speculate, but I had a lot of questions about it. So, I was a um, I was vid- visiting someone down the block, uh, the Lovebirds, and they had the couple had told me about these Idaho murders, and right off the bat, I'm thinking, well, right off the bat, I had a vision. I thought, and I was thinking, okay, it must be a cult or a motorcycle gang, and then. As I began to evaluate myself, things seemed off. The next morning on Friday, I looked up the murders and I found it very interesting and I do not want to speculate, but I'll say that I no longer think it's a motorcycle gang. I don't think it's a cult, but may I ask, is it a male or female? Is it, you know, a personal vendetta was the person waiting there before they got home is it a person in the neighborhood um, is it a person that knows survivor skills and or could be a part of a gang or cult or whatnot and um, it was very strange because on Facebook I put up my first thought of it being by a gang or a cult and Facebook didn't block me and everybody else jumped on it. But then the next morning when I started to look into things and ask questions, Facebook started to delete my posts. And what struck me is when I looked at the picture of the house I've seen that that house in my dreams. Well, more like a nightmare, but uh, in the dreams that Heavenly Abba gives me, that house in the picture matches everything in my dreams. Oh, wow. And so anyway, in my dreams, um, it was like it is on the news, three stories. But there was um, an older man, um, gray and holding and he lived in the house and i was there with a group of kids i'm um, not sure how many maybe 4 or 5 or 6 it wasn't that big of a group and i remember being in the house and everybody saying shh, shh don't disturb him if we make too much noise we're going to set him off we're going to trigger him and he's going to be very angry and on the one occasion when we triggered him he was so mad that he was chasing us around the house and so when in reality I saw the picture of the Moscow Idaho murders that house matched my dreams and uh, there I was looking at it and um, I don't know I began asking a lot of questions and I really truly do not know anything but when I saw the picture of that house, um, I went inside myself, mm. and um, it just posed more questions for me that I wanted to ask. And uh, so, anyway, sorry to ramble there a little bit.
4: Wow, no, that's good. I, I had no idea what about what's you know about all that. Um,
3: uh, can I add? Yeah, the, uh, uh, I'd heard a. FBI profiler say that it was a they need to be looking for a, uh, uh, a some kind of cis man it's a, a man who has self-composed celibacy because no women will have them so. oh wow <laughs> or you know they don't know how to engage with women yeah. So uh, that was what I'd heard because they were like, well, they had run through some of the things that Holly had talked about. and um, <clears throat> But, you know, they were also read in a headline right above it that they were supposedly not targeted. But I'm thinking, well, they probably weren't targeted if it was that guy because they were all like, you know, at least one of them was a relationship. Hmm. Yes. Like were they in bed together? Yes. So you know, and I guess that's some men don't have the tools to do that now. And I've ran into some of them here recently and I'm like, hey man, that's not how you <laughs> engage
6: with women and they're like, huh? I'm like, no, <laughs> <What>? no. <laughs> Flowers and chocolates and love letters. That works, but love letters, you know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like wow. Pilots are blue. The sunshine comes up every time I see you. You know, (laughs) sweet.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just reading up on because I don't know anything about it. So CBS News, take this for what you want. But uh, detectives remove five vehicles from crime scene of Idaho College murder more uh to to more secure location as suspect remains at large
6: that's another red flag, so I think it was plotted and planned. They never had sex, whether it was to hide DNA, but I think there was a bigger issue why the people were only stabbed and not sexually violated, and um. He knew or she knew they knew their way around they're they're still not caught so i don't know i really wish i could be an investigator <laughs>
4: <laughs> but the fact that you had a dream about this that's crazy i mean it's not crazy in, in yeah. your world right because this is something that in your past you've done yes. but uh
6: yes but it got to me because I remember in the dream I didn't have it just one time I had it a few times and it was startling because we were really nervous about the guy that lived in the house and setting him off and you know my dreams are symbolic but also they're literal or mm. they can be literal and I have to work on the gift of interpretation.
4: And I guess uh, my question is, you know, um, in your past, would this have anything to do with your past? Because I know you have, like, uh, talents or gifts that, I don't know. Yeah,
6: yeah. let's get out. Let's get free. Let's get away from it. Let's not let them hurt us. So, I don't know.
4: And, um did you when you were uh, in the in the dumbs, did you ever astral project did that could, could that be something related to a dream
6: yes and when I was in the dumbs yes I did astral project astral travel um, remote view I, uh, I I was taught how to control a dream but also I can create a dream and bring others into it or I can bust into someone else that is dreaming and start to manipulate it. Wow. Is, is what they taught me in the dumbs. But honest, I don't do that. I humbly surrender myself to Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and I only want to do Heavenly Abba's will.
4: Okay, well, and, and that's great, but I'm just wondering if perhaps that the, the dreams are so real that it it seems like you might be astro traveling. Does that make sense?
6: I see what you're saying. And the thing is is I'm not doing it myself. I'm humbling myself to heavenly Abba. I bind and cast down, lying, stealing, familiar, seducing, lustful, m- mimicking spirits in Yeshua's name. The thing is is that Abba is giving me the dreams so I'm not doing this myself and I keep begging and pleading Heavenly Abba please I surrender myself and I repent keep me in your will but the dreams keep rolling in they don't stop Hmm.
4: do you have uh, dreams such as this nightly or is it on occasion
6: every night Wow. for the most part every night So, like, I'll, like, and if I didn't have my dreams, for me, it would feel like I was blindfolded with um, earplugs in my ears. I would feel, if I didn't have my dreams and visions, I would feel like my leg or arm were cut off. I, I would feel like I was put in complete darkness, but, yes, I'll, um mostly I have dreams every single night all the time. Mm. Um, And the dreams that I believe Heavenly Abba gives to me, I'll see what I'll be doing the next day. But the dreams are very symbolic. However, I do get dreams that are literal and to know the difference. But honestly, I have bound and cast down in Yeshua's name my dreams and visions and I have humbled myself before Heavenly Abba and said if this is not from you please take it from me right now I just want to be in your will and I've been going through that for over a decade now but Mm. the dreams still keep going so I honestly rely on that I rely on Heavenly Abba and I see that my dreams and visions come true. So I chalk that up to heavenly Abba and I have a having a relationship, but also for his angels to minister to me.
4: Amen. I'm so I'm I'm wondering since you're having the keep having them and, and you know, God's allowing this, then he wants you to see something. Um for a reason. Now what that reason is, you're you're still trying to figure that out. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna,
6: sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm absolutely trying to figure it out, and uh, I hope people don't mind if I'm vocal on my own pages to try to figure these things out. So I think there's something to it. Right. I, For the most part, honestly, I, I think that it is because... He loves you he loves you so much he wants to do more for you than he has done for me in my life and i think that a part of my calling is to encourage others to know and rely on the fact that he is here he is alive he is listening and he loves you Amen. and um Pray big. Your God is big. Your God is biggest of all and uh he can do it best and perfect. So just pray big.
4: Amen. I mean, I've had dreams that are like seem very real and then but then like nothing happens as far as the next day or you know to my knowledge that was like nothing happened but I've had dreams where it felt so real to me, you know, like, I don't know if that was in deep sleep or light sleep, I'm not sure how all that, that works, but, I mean, Bentley, have you ever had something like that?
3: I've had uh, dreams that were, I'm sure had some kind of meaning, <clears throat> and I don't remember uh, most of my dreams are... I would go as far as say that I do not dream very often. <laughs> like, <laughs> my last one, though, but whenever I do, they stick with me for a very long time. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I was in a house, and, um, and it was like a three-story with a basement, and the people in it were... We were alone on a hill in this house. Yeah. <clears throat> and... I knew I did not want to be in there, and, and it seemed that uh, I couldn't find my way out. But then uh, I noticed that there were these giant wolves outside. So I'm walking, and I look out the windows, and I'm like, huh, you know, damn. I don't know if I want to go out there now <laughs> or not. There are wolves out there. and uh, But I noticed right away that the people in the house were aware that the wolves were out there and they didn't they wanted them out there so uh, I was like oh you know what I need to find the door and I will open it and I will let these wolves in here and then I'm leaving I will close the door behind me and I'm out of here and that's what I did
4: yeah see and that was real to you
3: oh yeah but you know I woke up with that and I'm like what in the world <laughs> why did I have that <laughs> <Because> dream <laughs> I know i I felt like I figured it out. <laughs> I know those people did not like it when I let the wolves in. <laughs> and the wolves were not worried you about say. me. don't <laughs> say. They went right past me.
6: Uh. <laughs> well, that that sounds like you're you're sealed with Heavenly Abba. That sounds like he was protecting you. Mm. But I think when we dream, we all meet in that spirit world. Mm. We're asleep. So I think another... Re- in my humbled opinion um, we can have dreams that we work out our stress in those dreams or if we have dreams with other people I think we're actually with those other people Um, it could be a spiritual attack but um, I think when we go to sleep we all meet in that realm and that's why it's so important to pray for our Armor of Heavenly Abba before we go to sleep, but I do believe that dreams, all dreams, mean something.
4: Amen. Um, I agree. I, you know, I was just thinking about this, the spirit realm. You know, in fact, I think was it John in the Bible? I forgot who it was. Uh, they said whether they were uh, in the spirit or in the dream, they couldn't. They did not know, but they they felt that they were in like uh in heaven. Yes. In in this in this uh you know, either dream or or a spirit realm. But um another thing that Elon Musk said about this Neuralink, uh this kind of comes up to this uh, situation is apparently your your thoughts can be recorded on this Neuralink.
6: I bet you they can be.
4: Can you imagine Uh, uh, that?
6: Well, I, I have a question. Is his Neuralink incorporating or similar to V2K, voice to skull technology, where they use the God voice and project it into your head? But that God voice, when it was used on me, it felt like they could look into my past memories and see what I had done in my past but also that they could see and hear what I was going through at that current moment while projecting a voice into my head. However, when I believe this was used on me, n- never at any time could it push me over, throw me downstairs or um, do anything physical to me. It was a, a voice in my skull speaking to me but it felt like it had access to all of those things
4: and that was back you know what in the 90s 2014 oh wow so not, not that far away and so it, imagine that though recording thoughts or memories um, wow I, I, what would they do with that you know
6: they could really mess with us, shake our belief system, and bring us to our knees and be a drilling mess. I don't know. I I personally was brought to my knees and was a drilling mess when I found out that I was used in these MKUltra projects in the Dumbs. So I think this technology just I think this technology can do that to a person. And when a person, I know like we can sit here and we can talk about what we want to do and what we want to behave like sitting in a situation, but yet once we're in that situation, something else happens. Um, I just yeah. didn't explain myself very well, but we can speculate all we want. And until we're in that situation, we're not really truly gonna understand what it feels like to have our blood run cold. I think that we need to have practice. You know, just like my grandmaster Kwok in martial arts, he taught us how to fight so we could rely on that training when everything around us was falling apart. It's great to speculate. But how are we really going to behave when it happens so
4: when I'm thinking of you know like the matrix you know how in the matrix they plug something in their head and they could absolutely download it within seconds so like uh, this I, I think it was uh, this person didn't know how to fly a helicopter so she downloaded something in her head and within seconds she knows how to navigate the helicopter something like that or airplane or whatever it was and uh, you yeah. right so I wonder if that has any, anything to do with Neuralink as well
6: very interesting I guess you'll be able to do that if ne- Neuralink gives you access based on how many thousands of dollars you'll pay I don't know <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, well,
3: his example was a chimpanzee playing pong. Yeah. So.
6: Oh my goodness.
3: You can infer a bunch more, but all I saw was a chimpanzee playing pong. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had pong when yes. I was a little tiny kid, and I remember arguing about it with a teacher about that I was I did not have monkey blood. I was like, there is not monkey blood in me. Exactly. When she called us all her monkeys. <laughs> and She's like, what? <laughs> no. I do not have monkey blood.
4: It's like, I'm no kin to a monkey, right? And that monkeys no <laughs> kin to me.
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, see, you got that all wrong. But I was raised in church. But it wasn't like I was this Bible-thumping kid or anything. But I was, you know... I had enough reasoning in me also to figure out that, okay, yes, this is right. God is right. I, this is a good thing right here. You know, and if God said he'd made monkeys and then <laughs> he turned a monkey into a man, then I would have believed that. But, but he that didn't. that's not how it came out.
6: You know, I told God when I was a young kid uh, around the age of five, I told God if you tell me you have a son named Jesus and he died for me, I'll believe you. So say la to that bad dog until God <laughs> tells me I'm not believing it.
3: Um Yeah. Yeah. And then God gave us discernment, so we got to we got it all worked out. You know, and my thing is is when I do get into some heated Subjects with other people. I, I usually like to throw in, I'm like, well, look, man, it doesn't really matter because the war has been won. Jesus died on the cross for me. Amen. That was all that mattered. Yes. Everything else is, you know, whatever you do is just the battle. The war has been won already. Amen yeah. to that. Wow.
4: That's some powerful yeah. words by Bad Dog right there. I like it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the war was won, baby. <laughs> This is just ridiculousness right now.
4: <laughs> That's right. When when Jesus shed his blood on that cross, the war was done, and Satan was oh, he was mad. He knew he yeah. he, he knew he had been had.
3: <laughs> yeah, because it was. I uh, always like as a kid, I called that. I was like, man, that was our get out of the jail free card, right there, Jesus, <laughs> right there. We, you know. God did not want to send anybody to hell. He made that perfectly clear, but people couldn't stop from getting themselves there. <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> so, so we had to have a you
3: know that was uh, plain an innocent and sacrifice. Was like, you know what? You can't help but go there.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking the other day. I was just saying this on Sunday, where uh, you know Jesus lived a life of, of sinless life, and he did that for thirty three years. By the way. And I can't even do that for twenty four hours, little maybe not even twelve hours, okay? I I sin every day. So just think. This is a man, yes, he's a God man, but he was one hundred percent man, a hundred percent God, and he lived a sinless life. And so that's yeah. why yeah, and that's why he was the innocent blood that was shed on the cross. Now was was Satan defeated at that moment? Not yet. But when Jesus rose up from the grave, that's when he was defeated. When Satan was defeated, and he was mad about that because folks, Jesus lives and their little G gods do not. Now, Lucifer and Satan is real, yeah. But he's been defeated. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Anyway, I'll get off my box there. Oh, and,
3: and the, uh, the NeuroLink, <laughs> another thing that I would say to my Christian friends. Yes. Because over the years, I, you know, love the, you know, what would Jesus do? I loved that at one point. And then when I was doing radio and I had somebody on talking about, we need to just and bomb Iraq. And I'm like, or they're like, or Afghanistan or Iran. And, you know, and I'm like, well, let me ask you this. Who would Jesus bomb? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like uh, nobody. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you know what? What would you know? Would Jesus get a Neuralink from Tesla? Ooh. I mean, is that something? You know, I would, would say he, he wouldn't have Tesla to brand or the Chevy brand of the Neurolink?
6: Interesting, <laughs> very Interesting. <laughs>
4: Hey, Holly, I have a question though. When you were when you were back down in the dumps, what did they? What did your I don't know what you call them, superiors or handlers? What did they think about Jesus as who Jesus, Abba, Father? Did they have anything to say about him? Um,
6: no, uh, pretty much they don't have anything to say about him. Um, number one, you don't say Jesus in the dumps. When I was a kid, I merely said, I'm going to stand on God's promises. And the next thing I know is a reptilian is breaking the door off the hinges and coming into that room to beat the ever-living daylights out of me. But um, okay, wait, wait, was, wait, wait,
4: wait a minute, wait a minute, back up. Wait a minute, bad dog. Don't forget we
6: were sold <laughs> a fake Jesus. Okay.
4: <laughs> wait, wait, but, wait. No,
6: we were sold a fake Jesus. Um, uh, well, hold your thought. Okay, hold okay, your thought because okay, okay. you have a better memory than I. But <laughs> so we were told <laughs> a, a fake Jesus, a version of Jesus. We would be read the Bible and beaten to it. Um, a kid would be taken into something like Messiah programming where they were told that they were Jesus. Jesus expected them to go through this and then they would beat and crucify that kid to try to make that kid believe yeah. so at that point what was your thought um,
4: so okay you said something very interesting now Karen and Bobby have uh, tried to tell me, man, you talk about reptilians. I go, no, I have not talked about reptilians on the show. I've never seen one. I don't know if they're real, but I am open minded to the fact that they could be real. Now... I've heard them
3: accuse you of that. Yes,
4: yes. Uh At least Bobby. Yeah. They're going to hate
6: me (laughs) because I've seen reptilians. So
4: so Holly just said that a reptilian entity, I don't know what you'd call them, uh, has so you've seen them? Talk to uh, talk to us about this.
6: Well, you have like reptilian hybrids. I I don't know all the specific names, but the reptilians that um, from waist up are human-like, and then waist down, um, coil around like a snake. That are inscribed on pyramids. They're real, um, but. Then there's also these entities. There, they can attack you demonically, but they can also manifest in reality to attack you. And they, I've seen it look like about seven, eight feet tall, mm. and it was a lizard-looking thing with a hoodie on, for lack of better terms. And this thing attacked me one night all through the night and kept manifesting and then deteriorating. But it attacked me and bit me. And the next morning, I did show my attorney, the bite marks. But uh that's a long time ago. So as far as reptilians, yeah, Queen Elizabeth and... uh What's his name? Philip. They Prince shapeshift. Philip? Or queen. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh. King, or what once was Prince Philip, but now we have uh, King Charles, right. him included in my comment. <laughs> so the royals, they shapeshift, and when they do, to me, once they shapeshift, it looks like for lack of better terms, a T-Rex-looking dinosaur with the beady eyes and the sharp teeth and long snout with jaw. Um, they have a big, fat, thick tail and big, thick feet. And uh, they completely shape-shift into something that is not human. It's definitely out of this world. Whoa. So... Queen Elizabeth and her clan. I believe that's one of the one of the families. Like when we read Revelation and it talks about ten kings, the yeah. ten bloodlines. I think she is definitely one of them.
4: Yes, and um, I, so the question from Karen was: If they are real, how does a human become a reptilian?
3: okay three things first thing when i was a kid eh, before i was 10 uh i would have a recurring nightmare about me and a i don't know a 100 foot long snake in a cave battling which was mainly just us talking back and forth but his thing was he wanted my family and i wasn't letting him have my family and uh, <clears throat> eventually, through all that recurring dream, eventually got tired of arguing with it and told it to eat me, and oh. it didn't. And I was like, You can't eat me? Well, then we're done. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but that was after a couple years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're done here. We're done. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, okay. The second thing All right, second was thing. Uh, that the whole reptilian thing. And as far as I know, the very center, you know, like a Tootsie Roll Pop <laughs> of our brain is a reptilian brain, is what I was told. Like the very center of our brain is an actual reptilian brain. What? <laughs> I've never heard this. <laughs> yeah, and the third thing is uh, and I got this from David Icke because uh, oh. I was like oh really David so if I wanted to find out about George Bush or the queen being a reptilian all I need to do because he didn't say it like this but I inferred from what he had been saying is I just need some human blood and I could throw it on them or just get it near them and it they're the reptilian they say they are. They can't help but turn into a reptilian around human blood. Ooh, I want to try it with you.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for number three. And, and they say that the uh,
3: pig was made because uh, that was the only other – because since they can't eat humans all the time like they wanted – the pig is the closest thing that there is to tasting human.
6: Ooh. Well, uh, well, you know, as much as I love bacon and those uh, <laughs> pork roll and cheese toasted sandwiches, I- I'm gonna put it down.
3: Well, <laughs> well, that's all you know. Just things I've heard. Is uh, I don't know any of that. I'm gonna assume God made the pig.
7: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: I, well, here's the thing, I I am, uh, wow, that's a lot of information, by the way, uh,
3: <laughs> I've never oh heard God. of that, the,
4: the reptile reptilian brain Reptilian before.
3: brain, yeah, check it out, you can probably Google it real quick, it's a little teeny tiny, it's bigger than your uh, <laughs> the pineal gland
6: that's in your brain. Am I am I allowed to say I think Jonathan Kleck K-L-E-C-K speaks about it too I kind of disagree um, Oh boy
4: Come on Holly um, Come on Holly you can do yeah,
6: it I know. Okay so There's <laughs> this one channel I was following and this one channel Enter the Stars had put up a diagram of the brain and then Um, In the Bible read a couple of paragraphs. I forget what it was exactly forgive me But as he read through the sentences of these paragraphs in the Bible the Bible was telling a story but the words that were used in that story wound up uh, Pointing out all the parts of the brain Um, such as the chambers and such as that but I found it really really interesting Um, and now I'm drawing a blank forgive me Um,
3: oh man well and the the reptilian thing that was supposedly through our evolution and I do not believe in human evolution Right.
6: that's that's what it was. Is yeah, I uh, yes, I disagree. I don't think that we have a reptilian brain or anything like that. I think that we have a human brain, and with our free will, we can decide to choose Yeshua or we can decide to go towards the kingdom of darkness. But, right, yeah, well, I don't believe in the reptilian stuff,
4: my, my, my uh, yeah, the brain. Yeah, in the brain. My my answer to Karen, though, was, because this is just a guess of mine, because I don't really know, uh, if, you know, when a human turns into a reptilian, maybe by drinking the blood of another human, or maybe by cannibalism, or just turning themselves over to, to the prince of darkness, you know, Satan, Lucifer, yeah. um, that would be my guess, you know, I don't really know how that happens, if, if they can turn into a reptile, or if they are just uh, dark entities to begin with.
6: That is something I want to learn more about is how that happens.
4: Yeah, because like, how do they shapeshift? I mean, what is that about?
6: I think that's something in their bloodline that goes well beyond demonic possession. I think that definitely goes back to clearly being the serpent's seed. Hmm. But... I think people can get close to that if they open themselves up to demonic possession by a principality.
4: Okay. That makes sense.
6: Yeah.
3: Um. See, and that's something that's hard for me to wrap my head around is like a principality. You know, that's like a a Satan that is in charge of an area of land. (laughs) Right? Kind of like there'd be like 10 or 12 of them. I don't know, but Like, America would have its own principalities as, like, Europe would.
6: Like regional demons and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I I think we have, I'm going to get it wrong, but I think it's something like 79 regional demons worldwide, and they get to rule. There was something else I was going to say. I think... (laughs) excuse me as far as demonic possession yes you a person would have to accept and invite in one of these higher ranking demons like what you said that rules over the earth a principality a principality a power um if they open themselves up to that i'm sure that they're going to acquire that demon's powers, and I think. And that would
3: make them an antichrist.
6: Mm. Also, yes, and it would make them open for the antichrist to work through them to do his bidding.
4: Ooh, yes, that would which would make sense because the Ephesians six twelve it talks about that. So, the principality See, um, interesting. No, if. And also, the, about, go ahead.
6: No, I was about to say that.
4: Interesting. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I, I was thinking, in the Bible, it also states that uh, um, Satan, the old dragon. So, if he's an old dragon, isn't that a reptile of some sort?
3: Yes. Uh, yeah, I would go with sure.
4: <laughs> and so... Uh, I mean I, I get so what I'm saying I guess is yes make
3: him cold blooded yeah
4: so my, my answer to Karen would be yes I do believe that reptili- reptilians can be real um, and in the Bible it states that Satan the old dragon I mean why would you call him the old dragon if he wasn't a part of that
3: I don't well, no, but remember people also that Satan got mad because God made us and we were better than him so
7: yeah.
4: Well, and, he, he did and, and not
3: like that. He was like the number 1 dude up there in heaven, besides, you know, God. And he did not like us at all.
4: Right, cuz we're in we're in uh, God's image.
3: We're a little bit yeah, we're in God's image. We're we're good to go. <laughs> we're better than him in his eyes. He's mad.
6: Yeah, he has to bow to Heavenly Abba's image. So, he must definitely be Ticked off at us for being created in his image.
3: Right. Well, uh. Um, so those are like little things that we forget
6: about. Yeah. All the power that, that
3: God's people have over this
7: Yahoo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, dude, get over it. Go, can yeah. get, I get you a better help account. Okay, buddy? <laughs> if, do you need a hug, Satan? <laughs> <laughs>
4: you know he's you know. just he's just like this beautiful angel right so uh, but now I don't know what he looks like is he still a beautiful angel or is he this like now a gri- grizzled Whatever old he man
3: is, he's a Barbie he <laughs> don't have a, any or an Audi you know what I'm saying uh, he's got that going on too <laughs> <An Audi. laughs> uh. personally he's got a lot of other bad people that work for him now don't get me wrong, but only Bentley he himself is <laughs> not quite up to par as far as you know. That's probably why this whole gender thing's come along because that's something that's irked him or her, whatever he identifies as. Uh. So, yeah,
4: Holly, that's a kind of a good. I guess it leads to a good question. Is uh, I hope it's a good question. Um, okay, so in twenty twenty. This whole, the whole thing, whole thing started where, okay, yes, the COVID thing started and that started an uprising of this evil being released. Now, prior to 2020, my thoughts were the evil being released was very drops, you know, like here and there. Um, yeah, Pizzagate was probably 2019, maybe, uh, but really 2020 to me was the, open doors, open gates, whatever you want to say, to more evil coming out. Um, What, I guess my question is, what are your thoughts on that, and and do you have maybe maybe any inkling of why that could be starting back in 2020 to now?
6: Um, Lawlessness.
4: Um, The spirit of lawlessness. Yes. Yeah.
6: Um, I had another thought, and of course I just had to draw a blank but
3: um they call it peaceful protest Uh -uh. yeah that's
6: lawlessness yes yes. (laughs) yeah lawlessness instead yeah um they're programmed to do it I think we all need to take our television sets out of our house Mm. and get rid of that stop with the magazines the newspapers and um Television and mass media, and just get back to reading the Holy Bible and playing parcheesi with our families at night. Mm. Yes, Uh, (laughs) right. It's it's safer and it's funny. You get to keep you know sending people home, and they have to do it all over again. Right. But uh, (laughs) but um, I think all of this is programmed. I, I think. All of this is predetermined, and people are definitely truly uh dying and being murdered but right it's all programmed to happen. I'm sorry, I probably didn't answer that question so great
4: well no, so I mean well you have uh, the the spirit of lawlessness has definitely been uh, i think released at least at the minimal amount now I do believe it's going to get even worse, but you see. Uh you see on uh even like shopping, you know you see these restaurants where where people are going in there uh demanding food, getting up on the counter, assaulting these uh people working there because they're not getting their way, uh they're, or they're not getting what they want and uh nothing's being done about it. They go in the department stores. I just saw one with uh an Apple store taking and stealing all the phones and the apples. And no if people were right, were right there. Nobody was saying anything except, hey, what are you doing? And, but they were not doing anything about it. It was being recorded. So, I mean, I don't know. Is, is that being recorded? Is it fake, or are they actually doing it? That part I really don't know. But the, the point is, bad things are, are happening. I just saw another one where uh, a tick—a police officer who was just giving out parking tickets was shot in the back of the head uh, for no huh? reason. So. The spirit of lawlessness is definitely out there, and uh, this is what the Bible was stating what was going to be happening at, at the end times.
3: Yeah, and it's a uh, good uh, trigger, you know, because the, the man in me, I get triggered when I see things like that. It makes me mad, you know, but then I got to check myself with God and Jesus and be like, okay, I. Right. <laughs> you know, what would Jesus do? Hmm. You know if, what would Jesus do if he was in uh, a McDonald's and some people came in acting like that? You know, so I mean, would he jump up and go all ninja on him?
6: <laughs> no, <laughs> no. You know, and I think, so, and you I know, so what would he down.
3: do? And, like I'll be like, you know what? If I was, because I've been in situations where. Something needed to be done, and it could have gone a bunch of different ways. And it could have been violent, or, uh, you know, an example one time there was a madman that came in a restaurant and was threatening everyone in it. <laughs> mm. And I'm the bartender. And I'm like, oh, I mean, he, he's threatening every man, woman, and child. And he's standing right in the middle, and he's this giant of a dude. And I just happened to have, like, the local rednecks in front of me, the local troublemaker, fighter dudes, yeah. right? And, uh, well, when I look at, back to them, there were, like, four of them sitting at the bar. They were, the last of them was going around the corner and going up the stairs to hide. Oh. And I was like, what in the world? What? And <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, okay, God. I got this, and I was like, <laughs> told the dude, I was like, "Hey," because he's like hollering and screaming and daring a man to come and face him. I was like, uh, "I'll take some of that." Oh, <laughs> I was like, gosh. "But you need to give me a second, okay?" <laughs> Let me handle. <laughs> I got, I gotta close up a couple things, <laughs> so I was like going through the from one end of the bar to the other to come out and face this guy, and I'm like, uh. huh Uh, okay god you know because this guy was like bigger than me i can handle myself but he's a big dude and uh so i finally get out and i'm standing 10 feet from him this whole time since i finished saying what i said nobody's moved nobody said anything you know it felt like it took me a a few seconds to get in front of him even though i was wasting time to get over there I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, because ever since you said that, they want to see what happens. So no one's going to do
4: anything. They want to see the show. So
3: nobody's doing anything. <laughs> it's just him standing there still, quiet, not moving, just watching me. So I finally walk out, and I'm out in the bar, and he's there. And so I'm like, all right, so what do we want to do? We want to go out in the parking lot and wrestle, or you want to hug? Oh. <laughs> He immediately, like, before I could even move, closed that distance between us, right, and picked me up and gave me a big hug, and we walked out the front door together. Wow. Now that is all God.
4: I mean, I'm sorry, Bentley, but I I don't think you had much to do with that except that you were there. Oh, I know. I'm like,
3: you know, I'm... (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't going to do anything physical. I could handle, my, I was a captain of my wrestling team, you know what I'm saying <laughs> I can handle myself, but this guy was so much bigger than me that I realized that what skills I had were going to be <laughs> I was just going to be staying away from him, he was not going to get a hold of me we were not this fighting
4: you, <laughs> yeah, did you have steel toe boots on?
3: <laughs> no, well and then you know, I walked out with him I walked him out to the thing and out into the parking lot and he said he'd been kicked out of every other bar in town that night he was a local and uh, i was the first person that ever had you know treated him decent wow <laughs> and oh. and he left and he was an absolute sweetheart after that now i never ivan was his name i go back in and the four guys were back at the bar and i'm like okay all you all big mean people fight anybody well what happened there right (laughs) you know and they're like dude he should have pinched your head off (laughs) you're still alive what happened (laughs) he scared all those guys Like none of them would ever they were all locals and they would never mess with him they're like dude you're lucky to be alive I was like man he gave me a hug
6: (laughs) (laughs) that's cool
4: but see, I mean that to me, that's the power of God right there, and, and especially yeah. if you were asking his God, I need help.
3: His, his whole life after that was different. Hmm. He was not that angry person anymore.
4: And so you asked he the question. A, he was a friend
3: of mine after that.
4: Well, a good friend to have then. Uh, you, you asked, oh, and,
3: and <laughs> anybody that was a friend of mine was a friend of his. Uh-huh. He made that perfectly clear with people. That was. <laughs> it oh. was cool so you asked the
4: question what would Jesus
3: do I think that's what would Jesus do yeah I'm like uh, I just wanted him out of the bar it it was a family restaurant it was called Eddie McStiff's Eddie McStiff's (laughs) yeah it was a tourist trap in uh, Moab Utah wow cool place yeah what would jesus do like you know i'll told somebody well, what would you do you know if that happened to you in mcdonald's i'll be like hey hold on hey guys i tell you what y'all sit down tell me what you want to order i got this <laughs> you know don't have to act like that. Hey, you ain't got any money i'm cool i got you i'll <laughs> put this on my card right <laughs> just sit down act like you got some sense uh, being an adult with them you know right I've gotten away with a lot over the years with people. You know, people are like, how do you say the things that you do to them? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, I I got God. You know, all you people know, I I don't walk in there by myself. And so
4: that's why you have the courage.
3: Yeah. There's been several times I've, like, looked up and like, oh, really, God? (laughs) 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 I got to go do this. Right. Like, okay. And, ho- and, and you I've know. never been hurt. I've never been beat up or anything. But I don't normally get violent with anyone.
4: Right. And Holly, have you ever been in that, those situations where you know for sure that God took over?
6: Yes. Definitely. Um, not, I don't think to that extent. I, I'm, I'll have to try to recall my memories, but. Yes, Heavenly Alpha has definitely stepped in and intervened for me many occasions and just told me what to say. So, yeah. Forgive me.
4: <laughs> That's all right. I was just wondering. Um, well, be- before we go, I would like to, if, if Holly, if you could do something for me. I mean, there's people listening tonight that may have been in the dumbs before or may have gone through some kind of MKUltra themselves and they might be thinking that there's no hope for them. Holly Baglio is uh she's an example that there is still hope for you. And even if you have turned your life over to Satan himself, there's still hope for you. Don't believe that lie that, well I've so I have sold my soul to the devil, so there's no hope for me. That is a lie. That's a lie from the devil. Because You sell your soul doesn't mean you've sold your soul. You're still alive, there's still hope for you. Jesus Christ can save you. And so Holly, if you wouldn't mind maybe speaking on that if you if you could.
6: Sure. Well, he is bigger. He is bigger than whatever's going on in the world. He is bigger than the technology. He's bigger than the satanic rituals and sacrifices. He's bigger than the mind control. He's bigger than the banking cartels. He is bigger. He helps us get out of things that we're struggling with. Please don't ever feel that you have to get things right and perfect now before speaking to him and approaching him. Go to him now. It doesn't matter what's going on right now or the condition you're in right now just go to him he's approachable he's loving he does not condemn yes we do get disciplined but he's very gentle in how he helps us do things um, <clears throat> he's very gentle in helping us out of sin
7: mm-hmm.
6: and getting right with him
4: Um, And he's patient.
6: That's the biggest thing. I mean, I've been trying to deprogram for over eight years now, and he is definitely patient, very slow to anger. He will never abandon us. And he is always faithful to us, non-intrusive. And he did tell me that I'm allowed to tell you that what he's done for me he wants to do way more for you in your life. And he's the one that got me, helped me to survive and overcome my traumas and tortures. He's the one that got me out of the cage. And what he's done for me, he wants to do even more for you in your life. So please give him a chance.
4: Amen. Amen. Um, uh, with that, Holly, if you wouldn't mind, I, I always enjoy Holly's prayers, when because uh, I would hear you. You have your own show on the network, on Fringe Radio network.com and, and uh, when you pray, it's very powerful. Would you mind leading us out in some prayer?
6: Um, I'm beyond humbled. <clears throat> uh, forgive the sound of my voice. Um, Heavenly Abba, I come before you, and I lift up Tim and Bad Dog, and I lift up our viewers, our loved ones and fur babies too. Heavenly Abba, I lift up us and please let your will be done in our lives. We repent to you for our sins and we love you and we love to worship you and thank you for you. Heavenly Abba, please send down your warring angels and please have them minister to us. Give us refuge and sanctuary and guard us. Please have them help us bind and cast down the kingdom of darkness, as well as to comfort others. Heavenly Abba, if anyone is astral traveling, astral, astral travel, traveling, remote viewing, sending telepathic, uh, telepathic messages, or astral projecting onto us, please have one of your warring angels Escort them off our property and slam them back into their body And please have that warring angel return to us to continue to help us serve you Heavenly Abba, thank you for everything that you do for us We bind and cast down Lying deceiving seducing lustful deceiving mimicking mocking and familiar spirits in Yeshua's name. We bind and cast down the fake Jesus and the false divine light and that thing called source in Yeshua's name. Heavenly Abba, thank you for everything that you do for us and thank you for this platform. Thank you for bringing us all together and thank you for this huge opportunity to pray for my loved ones and our viewers and loved ones in Yeshua's name. Selah.
7: Amen.
4: Amen. Thank you, Holly. And uh, if you want to catch Holly on a weekly basis, she's also on Fringe Radio Network. And lately you've been having on a a person,
6: uh, Sam, what is it? Um, Yes, Pastor Sam, Gospel Gunslingers. He's uh, a refugee down in Mexico. But we've been trying to talk about DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, and MPD, Multiple Personality Disorder, mm. and relating it back to the Bible, Holy Bible, but also um, just like Russ Dizdar and his SIIU team would do with me, Sam and I are getting to do together where he gives me movies and articles to read and it helps to jog my memories Because I do want total recall of my memories about what happened to me for the 37 years. I was trafficked but uh, He's got a great perspective on things and he talks about um, Cases in our news and what's going on with that and also? I really appreciate him giving me material where I can try to um, recall my memories and deprogram from MKUltra. So um, typically we do it on Thursdays. But today Sam was called away for something. And, well, it just so happened (laughs) that you and Bad Dog got stuck with me.
4: That's right. I love it. So uh, it's very spontaneous. And it just God, God put it together, and here we are. So thank you for Iraq. agreeing to do it. And oh
6: my uh, pleasure, anytime, anytime.
4: And now, Bad Dog, you have uh, formerly Nuclear Knucklehead. You have a show pretty much weekly as well. Talk about your show.
3: Well, I talk about whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but okay.
4: So, so it's once in a while, you you team up with another guy. What's his name?
3: Oh yeah, Guy Fox, John uh-huh. O'Marchada. He's our uh, my uh, token Catholic friend. Okay. <laughs> what do you got? And you just talk about the world stuff, stuff that's going on. Yeah, yeah. We talked about uh, <coughs> the um, the ball company. What was their name again? Oh yeah. Bar- Barcelona. That's all I see <laughs> when I see their name. Is Barcelona? <laughs> I don't know. Balenci guy. I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we talk about some stuff like that, but he he's a lot more adult and uh colorful in his uh um animation on <laughs> on shows. <laughs> But he is a good Christian, or a, a, you know, Christian Catholic thala. Uh-huh. You know, his show is called Guy Fox. So. That's that's a cool
4: name too. So check a uh, bad dog out uh, sometimes with Guy Fox and. Uh, and Holly Baglio as uh, their weekly shows are on fringe radio dot com and I really appreciate you guys joining me today on Let's Get A Jacked Up.
3: Uh, we we won't find Guy Fox on the Fringe Radio Network.
4: Oh, that, yeah, he's a little too colorful then.
3: <laughs> yeah, we uh I, I don't I don't post those shows anymore. <laughs> anymore. You got your hand you got
4: your hand slapped, uh, a few times.
3: I'm like, ow, oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention, but yeah, okay. I get it. We're French Christian, not foul Christians, right? Yes. It.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Well, there you go. So uh, check them out, and then uh, now, uh, new. Uh, see, I'm the nuclear. I got it. I gotta go and change all the promos that I have for your show and make them bad dog. What do you think of that?
3: Oh, I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I appreciate it
4: after this recording I want you to do your own promo for so I could air it
3: <laughs> promo my promo usually is like you know you probably shouldn't listen to my show <laughs>
6: uh, that's what I tell people on my YouTube channel all the time you probably don't want to be here
3: <laughs> well as I told a friend of mine he's like man I'm sorry you haven't listened yeah, and I'm like, he's like, what's your show about? And I'm like, you know, really, honestly, I was like, I try to do about an hour. And I was like, and during that hour, you're going to get one solid minute of, like, awesome, the most excellent information that you're going to run across for the day. I was like, but I don't know where that minute is going to be. <laughs> so, But, but you got to hear the whole show to hear that minute. <laughs> but, you know, you're going to get that minute. I guarantee you one minute of quality information. You know, or quality thinking material, but
4: (laughs) (laughs) awesome. (laughs) It could be anywhere. I appreciate both of you, and uh, I know next time, Holly. I want to dig in more into uh, uh, remote viewing. That that sounds really interesting. Sounds good. Excellent. All right, you guys. uh, I appreciate you guys. God bless. And remember, be in this world, but not of this world. So long, everybody.
0: Remember to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Let's Get Jacked Up. Check out our website at Let's Get Jacked Up.com. Listen and download our episodes from our website, the Spreaker app, and of course at Fringe Network.com.
2: Listening oh, to us on world. The Fringe Radio, Radio Network. Network. With PGT custom windows and doors, you'll have greater peace of mind knowing you're protected from storms, noise, and intrusion. There's never been a better time to upgrade your home with PGT impact resistant windows and doors. PGT is offering Florida homeowners $35 off every window and $110 off every door from their Windguard impact resistant products, plus 0% sales tax. Visit pgtwindows.com forward slash rebate. PGT. Someday is now. PGT is offering Florida homeowners $35 off every window and $110 off every door from their WindGuard impact-resistant products, plus 0% sales tax.
7: Visit pgtwindows.com forward slash rebate. PGT. Someday is now.